Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. The main one for me actually with content is keeping it simple. Just make it really simple for you to get something out there every single week. Because if you're doing it every single week, that means you're getting the practice. You're practicing every single week, which means you get better really quickly and you grow an audience really quickly too because of that consistency and that constant improvement. Can I get it? Oh, yeah. What's up, Enterprisers? Welcome to the Enterprise Now podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and transform business owners and entrepreneurs into success. That is what we do. We help folks launch, grow, and maximize. On this episode, I talk with fellow podcaster Colin Gray about what else? Podcasting. Colin is a speaker, teacher, and founder of The Podcast Host, an online platform teaching people how to launch, run, and grow successful podcasts. All right, here's my conversation with Colin Gray. All right, Colin. Can I get an oh yeah? Oh yeah. <laughs> perfect, perfect. <laughs> First of all, Colin, thank you so much for taking the time out to talk with us today. I'm especially excited about this episode, Enterprises, because Colin Gray is the podcast host. He's a fellow podcaster, wonderful entrepreneur, business owner. I am super excited to suck all of the knowledge and wisdom and experience out of Colin during this conversation. So Thank you so much for joining us. No, I'm, I'm happy to be here to have my knowledge sucked. That's all good. <laughs> <laughs> the second question I always like to ask is for you to tell us about yourself. Now, there's a caveat to that. When I say tell us about yourself, I mean, feel free to go all the way back to the day it all started, or you can start a more current day. Tell us about yourself. I, well, I won't go all the way back then, but... Probably the earliest relevant part is that I started out as a, an astrophysics graduate. I was back at, went to uni to learn all about space and planets and all that stuff. And I thought I'd get into, I thought I'd get into the space industry. I, but turns out there's a whole lot more math and a whole lot more boredom in space than there is excitement. So uh, I didn't stay in that very long and I ended up on a kind of big meandering path after that, not having a clue what I wanted to do through my, most of my thirties actually. Sorry, most of my 20s, I should say. And it was only when I turned about 30, I started teaching at a university just a bit before that. And I was a learning technology lecturer. So I'd always been into tech. I liked um, websites. I liked playing around with gadgets and gear and stuff. 
And so I ended up teaching lecturers at a university how to teach more effectively with technology. It just so happened that one of the fancy technologies back then, this was about 2008 or so, was podcasting. So I was told by my boss to find out how this whole podcasting caper worked. Like, how do you make these audio programs and how do you use them to teach students? So I did. I went away and learned how it worked. I ended up teaching a course on podcasting at that university for about four years or so. And during that time, I just totally fell in love with the medium. I just loved the, you know, there's this kind of intimacy in podcasting where you get to just speak to other people on the mic, but also to the audience as if you're just a friend. It's really informal, it's really friendly, really easy. And you can get your word out there really widely. So I just love that. And that combination with the tech as well. So still being able to mess around with mics and mixers and, and do all the editing and play around with making stuff sound cool with music and effects and all that kind of thing. So I ended up starting a website, which is thepodcasthost.com to write about my podcasting experiences. And really that website started as a hobby when I was at the uni. But over about two years, I started earning an income. And in 2014, I believe, it started to earn enough whereby I jumped out and started doing this full time. And ever since then, I've just been working with podcasters full time, building a team around the company here, building our coaching, our, our software. We've got software products for podcasters and everything. So yeah, that's kind of how I got to where I am today. That's a fantastic story. But I'm going to take a step back a little bit and learn more about you. What's your favorite thing to do? got a couple of things just now, actually. I do love to podcast. So I do podcasting as a hobby, but that's kind of a key answer. <laughs> so outside of that, I, uh, I love to go mountain biking. I have a bike. My treasured possession is my mountain bike. And I head out. Scotland's really good for biking trails. So I get out as much as I can. And in the last year too, I've gotten to CrossFit. So I've been going to the, the gym a few times a week just to learn Olympic lifting and uh, gymnastics and all that kind of stuff too. So yeah, they keep me entertained. Awesome. The closest I get to loving biking is I am about to purchase actually this morning a bike for 20 bucks from a guy that is selling his bike on Marketplace. So not an avid biker, but definitely get it in the CrossFit thing. Not quite there yet. So, but we do have the podcasting thing in common. So that's cool. (laughs) So, Colin, if you had to pick out one thing, what would you say your superpower is? Going back, my experience in teaching has helped me a lot. I think that we can create a lot of content. And what we do actually now is create content like our blog or our writing or audio or video. That all kind of is what people really enjoy. So I think I'm good at creating that content. I'm good at helping my team create that content and creating it quite quickly as well. So I can write a decent article very quickly. So that's possibly one of them, I suppose. But I think that's multiplied by, I believe, I've been told this, it's been confirmed (laughs) that I'm a good teacher. So I do lean on that. I like the fact that I can explain things quite simply and well. And I enjoy trying to figure out how to explain complicated stuff in a really easy way, how to pare stuff down, make stuff really simple. Because I think a lot of people that try and teach or try and write good content that helps people do stuff, they put too much in there. They think that they need to include everything. And I think my skill or the thing that I enjoy the most is figuring out the minimum that you have to tell somebody to enable them to be able to do this thing. 
So in podcasting, that's the minimum somebody has to do to release a podcast and to create decent podcast content. I think that's certainly what I think I'm good at and I hope I've put into uh, my team as well. Got it. Now, there's a lot of coaching that's involved at when you're teaching anything, really. Talk about the value of coaching. I mean, it kind of goes without saying, I suppose, that when we want to learn something, we go out there, we start searching on Google, we start watching videos, all that kind of stuff, don't we? But it's the personal side of that, isn't it? That's where the coaching comes in. It's people's personal questions. It's you know their personal context. And I think actually we start this a little bit in our content as well. Often I'll have in an article, I'll try and do a bit of coaching. I'll try and go beyond just teaching and turn it into coaching. Um, by which I mean the article teaches somebody how to, say, publish a podcast on their podcast host. But the coaching side of things is getting personal. It's getting into their context. So at the end, it'll be, if you want to run just one podcast in the easiest possible way, you don't care about all the features, then choose this option. But if you want to run maybe two or three podcasts and you actually want this or this, this is extra features, then choose this host. And I think that's the important thing to me. It's coaching is going beyond simple how-to, and it's giving people the options. It's saying, if you're in this situation, then do this. But if you're in that situation, then do this. That's what I do in person as well. It's all about the questions, isn't it? You're asking them like, so what do you do here? What situation are you in here? What do you want to get out of this? What are your aims? And then you tailor the answers particularly to that person's particular context. I think that's how I think about coaching anyway. Got it. That's a really good answer. I've never quite heard it stated that way. So that's pretty cool. It's a hard thing, isn't it? Like coaching, because you kind of end up, you learn something, you get very good at it. And a lot of people end up just teaching the way they do it. You think, ah, that's the way it worked for me. So that's the right way to do it. But I think to be a really good coach, you have to understand your subject so well actually, you can teach people how to do it their way <laughs> based on your experience, based on other people's experience. And that's the hard part. Got it. So tell us a little bit about what you do. I do. What don't I do is a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my role really within the podcast host is more marketing than anything else these days. I started off being the content creator. So I wrote the blogs, I created the podcasts, I created the videos. But nowadays, I have less time for that actual creating. And I've got great writers. I've got great podcasters on the team here. We've got a few people. Instead, I help them get that stuff out there. So we have that content. And it's my job to go out there and talk to people. I know a fair few people in the podcast industry get to talk to them and basically manage the output, make sure everything's going out and that it's being promoted quite well. And on the software side of things, you know, in the last year, we got Alitu out. So Alitu is our podcast maker app. And that's been some adventure, just figuring out how to create a software product. So I'm talking to developers every day. And in that one, it's similar, actually, in terms of they're creating the product, they're doing the coding. But I understand the industry. I know podcasters. So it ends up I'm kind of directing the direction of the app, like saying this, this feature should go here. We maybe have to think about this feature. What can we add to make it easier for podcasters to get their shows out there? What are podcasters struggling with right now? I feel like that's my job these days. That's what I do. I try and understand podcasters, the people that are my tribe or my people. I understand what they're struggling with. And whether it's through our software, through our academy, through the blog, I try and figure out solutions to that. That's kind of, and then I pass that on to the makers, my team that actually create it. Got it. Now, what I heard you say there is you 
kind of made a transition. Before you were the doer of the thing and now you're more the facilitator or the manager of the thing. How <laughs> was that transition? It was hard. It still is hard. I mean, I miss making stuff. I love working with a team because we can get so much more done. And the people I've got around me are brilliant. Like I love every one of them. But the management side of things, I don't necessarily enjoy 100%. Like I, I like the output. I always end up grudging the minutes that I spend just like talking things through. And it's not making things. It feels like meetings. It feels like planning, all that kind of stuff. It's not making. So it's hard. I'm definitely a maker at heart. And I have to always remind myself that the time spent on the management, on the coaching, on helping my team equals more making <laughs> down the end of the line. Because <laughs> it's hard to remember that sometimes. Gotcha. So how do you manage it? How do you get a little bit of both? Are you still dabbling on the side? I think I heard you mention you have a, you're doing podcasting on the side. How do you kind of still get that, scratch that itch, if you will, but still <laughs> run your business? Yeah, I split my time up actually. I'm quite geeky with my time management. So I do have times of the week where I'm allowed to just sit down and make something. So I still do do a blog post once every couple of weeks. I mean, we put out three or four a week, but I'm doing maybe one every couple of weeks. We do a podcast too. So me and Matthew, who's my kind of second in command here, the two of us do a podcast together. So we sit down and record that um, seasons at a time. So we do maybe eight at a time and then take a wee break. So it's quite a nice way to make stuff actually, to make podcasts, for example, to do seasons because you know it's not just endless. You don't have to do it every single week. You do say you batch record four, put them out there, batch record another four, put them out there and maybe that's a season done. You take a break. So I'm just quite careful about having maybe two slots in my week where I'm creating things. And that keeps my sort of maker habit satisfied. <laughs> keeps me happy. Gotcha. So as we kind of wrap things up, Colin, if you had to give the enterprisers a couple of keys to success, what would those keys be? The main one for me actually with content is keeping it simple. So we've always succeeded in our content by just with podcasting, for example, all the clients that we work with that do well, that stick with their podcast, that don't do the dreaded pod fade, you call it, they drop out after an average of seven episodes. That's what an average podcast is. Mm -hmm. It's only seven episodes long. The key to that is simplicity. So making it as simple as humanly possible in the first place. So that means getting just a USB mic, plugging a USB mic into your computer so that it's really easy to record. Don't buy like a digital recorder and a mic and a mixer and all that stuff. You know, it's tempting to buy all the really professional gear right up front, but it just complicates things and you end up not recording as a result because something breaks or one of the settings is off. So keep your gear really simple. That goes into the editing as well. Like, If you're wanting to get a podcast out there or a video channel or a blog, keep the editing quite simple. Like, Don't put music in in the first place. So don't worry about music. Try to just do one take. Like, Don't use editing as a crutch. Try and just do your first 10 episodes with no editing at all. The minimum you need to do is just make sure your volumes are okay, maybe remove a bit of the noise, that kind of stuff. I mean, you can use our tool, Alitu, for that. That's what Alitu is designed for. If you upload your raw bit of audio to our tool, Alitu, then it'll make sure the volumes are leveled. It'll do noise reduction. It'll piece together your intro and your interview, that kind of stuff. And you can do editing in there. But I'd encourage people to just not even think about that for the first 10 episodes. Because if you don't use that editing as a crutch, whether it's audio or video, it means you get better at presenting because you keep your eye on the ball. You keep thinking, oh, right. I need to make sure that I get this in one take. And you get better really quickly when you think that way. 
So yeah, try and keep the editing to a minimum as well. And just make it really simple for you to get something out there every single week. Because if you're doing it every single week, that means you're getting the practice. You're practicing every single week, which means you get better really quickly and you grow an audience really quickly too because of that consistency and that constant improvement. Awesome, awesome. If folks want to reach out to you to learn more about what you do, your company, how can they do that? Well, we have all of our how to podcast stuff over at thepodcasthost.com. And if you go to thepodcasthost.com forward slash start, then that's our full guide to starting and running a podcast. And if they want to make it really easy to run as well, then by all means, check out Alitu. There's a seven day free trial. So it's alitu.com, alitu.com. All right, Colin, thank you for that. Any last words of wisdom for the enterprisers? <laughs> I mean, when it comes to content, every time I talk to somebody about podcasting, it's often they're saying, oh, I've been thinking about starting a podcast for a year, for two years. Well, I've seen the success that can come from getting audio content out there on a consistent basis. So the words of wisdom are just do it. Get it done. Push the button. Get that podcast out there and start. Awesome. You heard Colin. I tell you guys this all the time, but it always helps when somebody else says it. Just do it. Just start. Just jump. Leap. Do it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Colin, for spending some time with us. No, thank you very much for having me. Enterprisers, if you got value from that awesome conversation, let the world know by subscribing to the email list and leaving a review on your favorite podcast app. That helps us know that we're bringing you golden nugget field conversations with the most inspirational business owners. Reach out at podcast at enterprisenow.net with any feedback or questions for me or any of my guests. Thanks again, folks, and we'll talk with you guys next time. What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email, mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.